It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now let's join our host, Ron Myers. Well, good morning, listeners. It is so great to be with you again. I enjoy each and every week to come and share a story with you and interview commentary because it's all about helping you get the hell out of your life and live the life that God has for you. God has a great plan. So stay tuned. It's going to be a a great show. I think you're, I know you're going to love it. Signs, signs everywhere are signs. Remember that song back in the 70s? Um, It was recorded by a group called the Five Man Electrical Band. I think today the song would be questions, questions, everyone has questions. Now, I know I have a lot of questions for God. What about you? You know, there's one verse in the Bible that really had a profound impact on me years ago, and it still does to this day. And the verse is from the book of Hosea, my people will perish for lack of knowledge. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to perish. You know, I want as much knowledge as I can possibly get, you know, and I've grown in my walk with God. And even in my professional career, because I'm a chatterbox, I like to ask people questions. I ask the right people questions and I get the answers and it helps me form a worldview about God and um, just really helps my walk. I think inquisitive people accomplish more and understand the world more because they ask questions. Well, today in my show... I have an incredible man of God, a man of God who he's just like us. He did some crazy, silly things when he was younger and, you know, and was in and out of the will of God. But finally, God told him one day, listen, it's time to get back into my house and start helping people find the answers to the questions they have in life. So, I have a guest today. His name is Stephen, Pastor Stephen Lance of Faith Assembly in the big city of Kiln, Mississippi. Kiln, the place Brett Favre made uh, famous. Uh, Steve, Pastor Steve, are you there? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Ten questions, at least ten, maybe more, ten questions that I know people have um, for God. But first... I want people to know who is Pastor Stephen Lance. Tell us a little bit about your story. I was born and raised in Evansville, Indiana, uh, to a family that was poor and uh, hardworking and uh, uh, religious in some aspects, but not really uh, faithful to church and to God until later on. And as I got a little bit older, my dad started taking us to church on a regular basis. But uh, we went to um, a church, uh, at, it's called Assembly of Faith, and it was a, a good little uh, church, fantastic church. Uh, the choir director was a, a lady named Rose Prindle. She had so much love in her heart, it was unbelievable. And uh, so she invited me to come to church. My dad was a, a Catholic, my mom was a Southern Baptist, and somehow I turned out to be Assembly of God. You know, just one of those things that happens in life that just God points the direction, and if you follow God's direction, He'll take you to the right place. My dad was in and out of church, and 
and just wasn't really a good example. And he was a rather, rather abusive as we was growing up. And so my opinion of the church got to be the point where I told my dad uh, that if he was going to heaven, I was going to do everything I could to go to hell. And that's the way I lived from the time I was 12 till I was 18 years old. Uh, I was uh, into drugs and alcohol and and uh, even a lot of my old friends, uh, one of my friends, he's a pastor as well. And uh, he, he uh, uh, told my wife after uh, he met her, he said, let me tell you something, Steve was the worst of us all. You know, I don't like to glorify the things that, that I did back then, but that's just part of my story. I, I was uh, walking with the devil. Uh, I, was one, I was hanging out with biker gangs. Uh, I won't mention their names because that could get me in a lot of trouble. But uh, we're just hanging out, wanting to become a full-fledged member. Uh, this uh, biker gang, and, and uh, about halfway in between the process, uh, the Lord arrested me. I was bitter toward the church. I was bitter toward uh, anything that was religious. And uh, this gentleman said, uh, in fact, God spoke to my heart the day before about going to this service. And, and uh, basically there was a, a motive because there was a cute girl that I really liked that went to church there. And so I, said, I told her I'd go with her. And so I went to that service, and and as I was sitting there, and the gentleman gave the altar call, I felt God say to me, I didn't do all these things to you. I died for you, and, I, and I'm your Heavenly Father, and I love you. I felt, just felt the Spirit speak that to me. And about the time the gentleman gets up and says, there's a person here that feels like they're so far away from God that he'll never take you back. He said, I want to tell you that's not true. And I went to the altar that, that, uh, that Saturday night. When I went back to my old uh, places, uh, on that Monday morning, they said something had changed, and I knew I had changed. In fact, this one girl, she said, she said, Steve, I'm not scared of you anymore. She said, I used to be so scared of you. And she said, what happened? I, I just told her, I said, I gave my heart to Jesus, and uh, that started the process of uh, God calling me. When I was nine, God called me to the ministry. When I, was, uh, when I gave my heart back to the Lord at 18, I, I felt the Lord start that process of, do you still want to do what I asked you to do? And so at age 19, I started ministering uh, in the streets and, and in uh, little small churches that needed help. And, and from then, here I am 42 years later, still pastoring and preaching the Word of God. Amen to that. Listeners on the phone, uh, Pastor Stephen Lance from Kiel, Mississippi, Faith Assembly. And uh, today's show, not only did you hear a little about his story, because I think it's important that we know that, you know, that there are a lot of pastors out there. They're just regular guys like us. You know, they've made mistakes when they were younger, but they yeah. heard that call in their life. And, and they went on to pursue God's destiny for them, which was to pastor a church and to minister to people. So what better man to address some questions right now? I think there are a lot of questions going on in this world. And so today, I think you're going to be very, I know you're going to be very blessed by at least 10 questions. If not, I'll get more. First question, uh, Steve, does my life really matter to God? Yes. Uh, you know, the, the scripture tells us that, uh, in, that God formed us from the womb. He said, I formed you, my inner, you formed my inner parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. And so from the very beginning of conception, God knew who you were, and God had a plan for your life and my life, and his, his, his plan is for us to, to make heaven our home. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus was slain from the very foundations of the world. God knew that man was going to sin, but God had a plan, 
And so when we look at our lives and think, well, does God really care? Yes, I always go back to Scripture. I know all pastors do this. But John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world. Yeah. Not just God loved the world, but God so loved the world. There is a passion in God's heart for each and every person that's in this world. And even to the very uh, part where he said he even has the hairs on your head numbered. Wow. He knows who you are. And he cares for you. Now, I know sometimes people say, well, I'm bald-headed. How does God, well, there's, I guess there's other ways that he knows who you are. But anyway, God has a, a plan and a hope for you. And his hope for you is one day to go to heaven and make heaven your home. Well, that's awesome. So then it's it's his fault that I don't like broccoli. So he knew when he made <laughs> me in my mother's womb, I wouldn't like broccoli. So, woo, that's a, I'm glad that's to, right. I'm finally relieved. Hallelujah. Um, how would God want us to respond to the demonstrators and protesters we see on the news that if we ran into them uh, on a one-on-one basis? We, uh, I, I wrote down uh, some things here. And one thing we need to respond with love and godly wisdom. There were some pastors that went to uh, Seattle with uh, the idea of preaching to these guys. Listen, we don't need to go poking people with our Bibles like it was a loaded gun. We need to be wise when we go in situations like this. And they they beat the guys up. I mean, they 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 didn't listen to them. I had a friend of mine. uh, Uh, Excuse me, just a minute. You're saying the protesters beat up the preachers? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they, they should have listened to the show before they went. At least then we could have given them some advice. How do you deal with protesters? A group of friends of mine went out there and they all they did, because when they protested, they took over that part they called Chaz or the chop. There was no food. They already closed everything down. So my friends went in there and, and, and grilled hamburgers and hot dogs, gave out water, you know, and just loved on these guys for about a few days. Then one by one, they were a- actually able to win several to the Lord to the point where they had to find a, a rubber raft to baptize people in. <laughs> and the news didn't report on that. No, I love that. I love that. Go show up with some uh, uh, hamburgers and weenies, and uh, next thing you know, you're baptizing them. I love that story. How does one obtain true peace in a world full of chaos. You always hear that, you know, God will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Well, how do we get that in this world full of chaos? Well, you know, the word tells us to, to abide, and we don't want to talk a lot of, like Christianese here, but we want people to understand that what divide means just to hang out with God, you know, yeah, to pray and yeah. talk to Him, like you and I are talking right now, to talk to Him and and uh, just it, just look at his word. People say, well, I can't understand the Bible. There's so many versions out there that will help you to understand why God's trying to speak to you. But the, Jesus said himself, you will in this life have chaos. You will have tribulation. There's no way we can get around it. But he says, he says don't fear. Uh, actually, it says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so having that relationship with Jesus, not going to church, going to church and probably never, I know never saved anybody, but having a relationship with God where you, he talks to you and you talk, oh, uh, me saying I talk to God, he talks back, probably labels me as, as certified schizophrenic, you know, uh, <laughs> that's what some people would say. But God actually through his word or actually through the impression of his Holy Spirit will speak to us yeah. in those times of, of chaos. I remember I had to have open heart surgery several years ago, and I remember sitting in that waiting room waiting to go to the surgery. People were saying, aren't you nervous? 
I said, no, because I know one way or the other, I'll come out better than what I was when I went in, or if something would have me, I wouldn't make it out, I'd go to a better place. Amen. Pastor Steve, listeners, uh, we are at least 10 questions that people have for God. We're going to continue that. And when I come back, my next question to uh, Pastor Steve is going to be, are we in the end times right after the break? If you need something more out of life than what you've already experienced. If you need a new start. A clean slate. If you want to live life forever. You need God in your life. If getting old has you depressed. Growing up sometimes scares the daylights out of you. If you want to know what the future holds, get in touch with the one who holds the future. Stop wasting time and get a hold of God. It's not about earning points by being good. It ain't about some boring church. It's not about working your way to heaven. Finding God is not about following some group who claims to be the only way to God. It's not about being religious. It's not about religion. It's all about God's only Son. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's about Jesus Christ. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Well, someday when I stand before God and he asks me, why should I let you into heaven? All that's going to matter is if I knew Jesus or not. And that's what it's all about. Welcome back, listeners. Today's show is Questions for God. I have Pastor Stephen Lance from Faith Assembly in Kill, Mississippi. And before the break, Pastor, are we in the end times? I believe I believe we are. Uh, if you look at Scripture and all things that were prophesied, uh, actually, if you get down to uh, techniques, we, we were in the last days when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. Uh, that's when they started, and all the progression to the end is, is what we're living in right now. I want to play a sound bite for you from Oprah Winfrey, and uh, we'll get your comments after you hear this. Uh, it talks about one of the points it brings out is one of the mistakes that human beings make is believing that there is only one way to live That's and right. that we don't accept that there are diverse ways of being in the world, that there are millions of ways to be a then human how do being you please and, God? and many ways, no, but many paths many to what you call God. That and her crazy. path might be something else. And when she gets there, she might call it the light. But her loving and her kindness and her generosity brings her, if it brings her to the same point that it brings you, it doesn't matter whether she called it God along the way or not. And I guess the danger that could be on that, I mean, it sounds great on the onset, but if you really look at both sides, there couldn't possibly be just one way. All right, Pastor Steve, Oprah Winfrey says there is possibly no way that Jesus could be the only way to God. What would you tell Oprah? Well, I would tell that she claims that she knows the Bible, and the Bible tells in John chapter 14, that Jesus said himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Uh, He didn't say, I am a way. He said, I am the way. And as a Christian, I take that literally, that Jesus is the way to God. Jesus is the way to heaven. And so uh, I know she has her opinion, and everybody's allowed their opinion in, in the United States, uh, contrary to what we see today. But uh, I, I, in my opinion, as a Christian, as a pastor, I know that Jesus is the only way to heaven. 
Can the Bible be trusted? After all, it is written by man. Well, uh, you know, I, I hear that all the time, but, you know, in, in 2 Timothy, it says that the Bible, all Scripture, is given by inspiration of God. That word inspiration of God means it's God-breathed. You know, there's a lot of good literature out there that through people's talents and things that they've written, and there's some good talent out there, but there are certain things that in the Scripture that speaks to the things of life that can only come from God. Yeah, boy, isn't that the truth? Um, listeners on the phone, uh, Pastor Stephen Lance, today's topic 10, at least 10 questions that we have for God. Here's one. If God is love, then why create hell? How could a loving God send anyone to hell? Well, we know that uh, hell was not meant for humans. The word tells us that hell had to expand itself to accommodate those who would, would go there. Hell was meant for the Satan and his demons that fell with him. And so when man fell in the garden, it opened that place. And that's why I thank God that God gave his son Jesus to die on the cross, because we can escape that place. Do I, do I believe it's a real place? Yes, I do. Uh, do I believe that it's coming today where people will have to go through judgment? Yes. But in the meantime, God is a God of mercy and a God of love, and he's made a way of escape. You know, they're looking for a vaccination for COVID right now. Let me tell you something, there is a vaccination for sin, and there's a vaccination to keep us from uh, going to hell, and that is the love of God through his son, Jesus Christ. Very well put. I often hear, I would go to church, Rom, but it's full of hypocrites. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Have you heard that? Oh, yeah, (laughs) hundreds of times. So what do you say? Well, uh, I tell people, they say, well, I I said, quit going to Walmart. There's hypocrites there. There's hypocrites everywhere you go. Just because there's something unreal doesn't mean there's there isn't something real. Uh, I've seen phony preachers over the years. I've seen uh, men that claim to be men of God that turned out that they made mistakes, whether it be a, a purposely mistakes or they're or, or by accident. But the fact is that God is real. We can't. In fact, that's why I was uh, saying earlier when I uh, when the Lord spoke to my heart said, "I didn't do this to you. Man did this to you." Yes, there's hypocrites. Uh, I felt like my dad was the biggest hypocrite there was till his later life when he got things right with God. But uh, there are hypocrites. Uh, I'm not saying there's not, but the fact is there's hypocrites everywhere you go. And I think, too, Pastor Steve, we have to remember that God wants a one-on-one relationship with us. It's not important what we think about the next-door neighbor, the guy that's sitting next to us, or we right with God. That's what he's after. That's correct. And that's why he told Peter, because uh, when Jesus was talking to Peter, Peter said, well, what about John? And, and P, uh, Jesus turned around. Peter said, don't worry about him. Now, of course, I'm paraphrasing it. <laughs> but don't worry about him. He said, I'm talking to you yeah. and your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, very good. What's the difference between joy and happiness? Joy and happiness. I, have, I just preached a message on this not too long ago. The fact is that joy can come, uh, it comes from God. It comes from a, a place in God. Happiness is dependent on circumstances. You know, if everything is going fine, I'm happy. If I wreck my car, uh, I'm not happy. If somebody pulls out in front of me when I'm on my motorcycle, I'm not happy. But it doesn't take away from my joy. You know, the Bible tells us that being in God's presence and abiding with Him is where we find true joy and, and peace in Him. And so, you know, happiness, it depends on, you know, well, uh, I got the Christmas present I want. Well, joy, if it's in Jesus, it can't be stolen. It can't be taken away. 
I love that. Uh, Listeners, uh, today, 10 questions for God. On the phone is Pastor Stephen Lance from Faith Assembly in Keele, Mississippi. Um, Someone says, listen, Ron, I'm a good person. I do good things. I go to the soup kitchen. I give money to poor people. Why wouldn't I go to heaven? Well, the Bible tells us, and of course, the people say, well, you always go to the Bible. That's, that's my handbook. Um, you know, the Word tells us that we can't set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law or by working works, then Christ died in vain. If we could earn our way to heaven, then why did Christ even need to die on the cross? You know, it is, it is, it's, it'd be a waste for him to do that. Uh, I think in Ephesians 2, I believe it is, it says, uh, for the grace of God, uh, you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so our, our salvation is through faith uh, uh, by the grace of God. Yeah. God didn't have to save us, but he loved us so much he did. Absolutely. What is the Trinity? Uh, <laughs> this was just a half-hour show. Uh, the Trinity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the way, maybe a condensed answer. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, uh, there's different uh, illustrations I've heard over the years, but basically the Trinity is the, the personalities of God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is not an it, it's a he as well. Or, you know, some people don't like pronouns, but it's a person. Let me put it that way. Uh, he will show up to you uh, in, in a personal way. Like when he speaks to you, uh, most time he speaks to me through a whisper. Every once in a while, he has to get a two before, you know. <laughs> That's me. But, uh, but the, it's a, you know, I've always heard the illustration, the Holy Spirit, like you have one egg, but you have the shell, you have the, the yolk, and you have the white. It's all still one egg, and it all has different uh, things about it that makes it unique to itself, but it's all one egg. And so the same way that the Trinity is yeah. uh, it's an expression of God through these different personalities, wow. I believe. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's a very, the egg, I'll never look at an egg the same anymore. Do pets go to heaven? <laughs> I like that one. Fido, yeah, my, my I lost Fido, like, will I see him up in heaven? <laughs> you know, I don't know, to be honest with you, but I do know they said in the new heaven and the new earth, the lion shall lay down with the lamb. Yes. Now, whether a dog, uh, the Bible talks about how animals have one kind of flesh and, and, and man has another kind of flesh. Uh, man was the only one that God breathed into to have a living soul. And so if I was saying no, I have half of your audience hate me. If they like, yes, the rest of them would call me a heretic. <laughs> so I'm going to say, I'll be uh, on the side of caution say, I hope so, because I had some dogs over the years <laughs> that I love that passed away, yeah. that I just hope they're waiting for me in heaven. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, pets, I always say that pets are... The perfect example of God's unconditional love. You can you can spank him with a little newspaper. You can scold him. You can put him in a little can uh, uh, pen. But they always love you. They always come and yeah, yeah this, they're so awesome. Well, one uh, one last question: How does a person get the hell out of their life? By coming into a complete surrendered relationship with God through His Son Jesus Christ. Listen, I, I, over the years, you know, I, about religion and going to church and all that, but I come to a place where I found out that I can have a, a revival every day with God through the Holy Spirit. I don't have to wait for some big shot uh, evangelist to come or 
some great preacher. You know, I can have that personal relationship with God. And as we read his word, the Bible tells us that he will reveal himself to us as we read his word. And so that's the only way, because I can't wish it out. I can't counsel it out. Listen, I've tried to do pastoral counseling, and I might as well be talking to a brick wall. Yeah. Because pe- people want to hear what they want to hear, and, and you give them great advice, scriptural advice, and they go out and do just the opposite. Wow. The only way you can get the hell out of your life is get heaven in. <laughs> get heaven in. Wow, what a way to end it. Well, I think we've got some great questions. And before we go, uh, what is uh, the name of your church and how can people find out uh, more information about it if they may want to go? Maybe they don't have a church family. Are you on Facebook? Yes, we are. Uh, we have a, uh, it's under Steve Lance on Facebook. Uh, we actually live stream our services on Sunday. Uh, we're, at the, uh, we're in Kill. Uh, or as they say around here, you can't say the end. It has to be the kill. Uh, <laughs> at the corner of 603 and, and 43, it's a brown church with a, a big white cross in the front of it. And uh, we, like I say, it's really easy because it's right there on the corner. Uh, but yeah, we're right there on the kill. Uh, not a lot of people up here. In fact, when we first uh, came to pastor the church, my wife said, boy, we really are in the country, aren't we? You know? so, <laughs> we uh, really that, are in the we, country. But we're a good church. We we uh, seen the spirit of God move. We had uh, three years ago. We had an eight week revival where we saw a hundred people get saved. Uh, we saw many people get healed coming out of wheelchairs. And and this one young man had terrible uh, eczema, and it was covered his whole body. And his fifteen year old kid was embarrassed by it. We watched him as he got healed on a, on a, one of our services. In fact, he went to the bathroom, took off his clothes just to make sure he put them back on before he came back out. And, and gave testimony how God has healed him. What an awesome story. Well, Pastor Stephen Lance, thank you for helping answer questions for God today and look forward to visit with you again real soon. God bless. God bless you too. Thanks for having me. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. Would you like to get the hell out of your life? Would you like to live a life with peace and purpose? We can help you. Simply go to our website, thepromoter.org and download your free copy of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. This free resource will encourage, empower, and inspire you to become the person God created you to become. It's time to get the hell out of your life and discover your divine destiny. Now, back to Ron. Well, listeners, my time is up and... You know, sometimes, as Pastor Steve said, we all will come to a day when we have questions for God, and that still, small, quiet voice of communication with the Holy Spirit will speak to us. So maybe you need to recommit today to your relationship with Jesus. And if this show today spoke to you or you know someone that could benefit from the questions that was asked, please share it. A copy of today's podcast is on my website at thepromoter.org. Until next week, this is Ron Myers encouraging you to discover your divine destiny by getting the hell out of your life. Make it a great week. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? 
and join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.